This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number 35 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. And today we have good neighbor Desiree Cludy with Decorating Den Interiors. Desiree, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It is truly our pleasure. And thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. Desiree, tell us a little bit about what you guys do over at Decorating Den Interiors. Yeah, definitely. So uh, a decorating den interiors uh, has been around for a very long time, um, especially in South Florida. Um, it is a franchise, but it is locally owned. Um, personally, myself, I have been interior design for over 20 years. And um, the reason that I went with decorating den is to be able to offer my clients great uh, price points and to be able to have the vast knowledge of uh, international design, not just South Florida design. Uh, I have a lot of clients that might not necessarily be here. They might be from other places. So it's always great to have a different concept of what might be in Boston or in Canada or something like that. So it's really good resource. Yeah, for sure. Now, are you, I know you're, I'm pretty sure you're, you're operating locally. I don't know if you're in Cooper city proper, but you are in the area here, right? Yes. So I am actually based out of Cooper City. I am in my home office because um, it's just easier. I uh, do have two kids. And um, so going back and forth is always easier like that. Um, But I have uh, I bring everything to my clients. So there's really no need for me to have an actual space. Um, I know that sometimes is a hard concept for people because they want to like physically go and touch. But when I come to a client's house, I bring everything. My car is full to the gilly. Like nobody can go <laughs> in the car with me because it's just full. Um, so I have everything, you know, rug samples, fabric samples. Um, I always bring an extra computer monitor. So when I'm showing a presentation, it's a nice, big uh, presentation. Um, and my clients love it. They love being able to touch everything. They see it in their house. The lighting is not going to be the same in a studio versus at their house. That's the thing they're looking for. Got it. Now, are you um, doing design uh, interior decorating for folks all throughout Broward County? Do you ever go down uh, to Dade County, Palm Beach? Like, where's your where's your territory at? Because I know you said it's a franchise. Normally, you have like specific areas you could you can go to. Yeah. So um, Decorating Den doesn't actually have territories because the way interior design is you can really have clients anywhere. So it doesn't really make sense for the business model. Um, I, like I said, I have clients that are uh, from here, but I also have, they have a second home. I have, I just did recently a installation in North Carolina. Um, Yeah. Like I've done stuff all over the place. I've had clients in Michigan um, and I have a client now that I'm working with in the Bahamas. Um, oh, nice. so I, yeah, I go everywhere. It just depends. And they live here, but they have other homes in other places. Um, and I speak Spanish fluently. I'm Cuban. Um, mm-hmm. my parents are not from here. Um, so having a language barrier is not really an, a, an issue for me. Um, so yes, I take clients basically wait, I don't like to go too, too far, you know, but. Zoom has been so great 
that um, if they are at a distance, like my client in the Bahamas, we just zoom and we get everything done. Got it. Got it. Now, have you, I know you've been doing this quite some time. Ha, have you always had going back before you started this? Have you always kind of had a penchant for design and, and things like that since you were young? Yeah, definitely. I've always had um, a desire just to do different kinds of design. Um, you know, silly things like when you're little, like, uh, you know, my mom was always so good at just letting me do stuff. Um, and, and you never really know where your kids' passions are going to be. Um, but I always had a flair for art um, and design. I did go to school at Florida State University for interior design. So I have a four-year degree, a Bachelor of Science. I, I won't hold and that against you. I went to UF. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, actually, UF doesn't have an interior design program. So you can't hold that against me. They don't even have okay, that you yeah, all, right, all right. You got me there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's actually only a few in the United States that have a program like that, um, especially Bachelor of Science. A lot of them are Bachelor of Art. And um, so then after that, I have uh, worked at different companies um, under architects. And um, I had to get something that's called the NCIDQ. And so you have to become certified. And that was several years. And then once that happens, then you have to, you can get licensed by the state of Florida. Um, the laws are always changing and everything. I always keep up my license, um, even though it's not necessary. You don't necessarily need to be licensed interior designer, but I have all the accolades. I've done all the stuff. I keep it up. A lot of people like to see that, so I always want to make sure that I'm up to date. Every two years, I you know I do my continuing education credits. So if I'm working on any commercial jobs, I've done stuff at the W Fort Lauderdale. I've done condos on Brickle. Um, so you, you kind of always have to know a, a little bit of everything going on. Got it. Now, do you typically help, um, you know, when people think of hiring an interior designer to come in, um, I think what comes to mind is kind of, you know, wealthier individuals that have larger properties. Is that the majority of who you're catered to? Or do you have also clients that, um, you, know, you know, maybe aren't quite so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Affluent. How about there, that? There you go. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. So, no, so no, what's, what's your typical client? Um, you know, I never turn anybody away. I don't like that to be able to pick people for what they're doing. You really never know who's going to do what. Um, I obviously, who doesn't want the unicorn, you know, a great <laughs> project and to be able to work on fantastic projects and to be able to say that, but that doesn't happen all the time. And, and I'm realistic with that. Um, I have some clients that come to me and they just want their drapery, you know, completed. They have some old stuff and they want it done. Um, but usually it turns into another project, you know, once they see that I'm very hands-on, I don't, um, I'm not the kind of person to let things go, uh, very inclusive. So when I tell you a price and what it is, you're going to know right up front and it's really hands-off. I'm there. I'm always at appointments. And so even though people are trying to do a small project, um, I had a client that, they didn't really want it. They didn't know, understand construction. Um, so I dealt with the contractor hundred percent. Oh, wow. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's good to know. Yeah. Taking down from the studs and, you know, complete uh, lighting and everything. 
So I've done all kinds of projects. It just really depends on the client. And no, I don't usually turn anybody away, but I am realistic with what a project might cost. I always sure. talk about what investment they want to make in their property. Got it. So like, what would you say to any listeners that maybe they haven't considered they've, you know, they've always wanted to see their, their home or their space transformed, but they, maybe they haven't considered um, consulting an interior decorating, thinking that maybe it would just be too much for them or it's kind of outside their means. What would you say to somebody like that? That's out there listening. Cause I know there's a lot of people out there that would love to revamp their home and do a great job, but they're just like, Oh, that's just not something I could do right now. Right. That's not, not necessarily for me. Yeah. I mean, I get that all the time. Um, nobody really knows what to expect. They might be intimidated. They've seen yep. stuff on HGTV. Um, <laughs> you know. So it's like really hard. You, you know, they spend a thousand dollars and they create this amazing room or it's a hundred thousand dollars. I always just tell people it's what you want. I don't live there. Let's make it that you want to come home every day and you want to be able to enjoy that. So you do have to live within the means, but I'm not going to be the type of person. We're not going to go to rooms to go and find furniture and go shopping kind of thing. The stuff that I have is more a custom treatments. A lot of the times people will get into a house and maybe like the windows are weird or the room has like a strange angle or something like that. That's where I really can help them. Um, but they have to be willing to trust too. So having a background, you have, to, it's a, it's a, a, a working relationship. Um, yep. So definitely they have to trust me that I'm going to help them make the right decision. It's not, it's not for me to live there. It's for them to live there and to enjoy it for, for a long time. Right. Cause it's an investment. It's not necessarily, you're not just going to Macy's and buying furniture or something like that. This is, these are custom pieces. These are things that, and they're affordable too. It's not necessarily, people hear custom and they get a little freaked out, Yeah, but that's not the case. Okay. On a more lighter note, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you like to do for fun when you're, when you're not working? Oh, well, like I mentioned before, I do have uh, two kids. I have a 13-year-old boy, 17-year-old girl, so I'm always uh, doing stuff with them. But I am involved in the community with my daughter with Girl Scouts. Um, so nice. I definitely have that background and a lot of community stuff with that. Um, I help out a lot just in the community in general um, at my mom's church. You know, a lot of the times the thrift store there, you know, helping out. Um Really, I just like to get out there and to see what people are doing. I don't like to just be a citizen. I like to help out and be part of the community. So sometimes that can be difficult, but, um, you know, just different personalities and stuff. And I, you know, you have to move past that. It's always, I always say like for Girl Scouts, it's for the girls. It's not necessarily for me. And so for the community, it's for the community. It's not necessarily to benefit myself. So. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's just, it's, you speak, you're speaking a lot about community and staying involved. Yeah. Uh, a lot of business owners don't, don't necessarily understand the importance of being mm -hmm. integrated and plugged into the community and, and what that does ultimately, um, you know, on the back end for their business, right? So like, if you're just out there, pushing a service and, and just trying to make a buck, right? That's not the type of model that grows, but when you're actually engaged and you're involved with the community and you start building relationships with folks in the community and then with your clients, 
that's what mm-hmm. truly starts to kind of grow your business. That's kind of what we try to do here on the podcast and kind of everything that I do in the community um, is to get your message out in a way where they get to know not only what you do from like a business standpoint, but also that, Hey, well, look, like you live in this community, you have kids that go to school here, right? Like you're, you're plugged in. Um, and that's truly what I think, you know, makes people feel comfortable about doing business with, uh, other folks. And, and if you're a local, even, even all the better, right? Yeah, I def. Well, I've been in South Florida my whole life. Um, I went to Cooper city high school. Um, I grew up mainly in Miramar, but then now uh, through Cooper City, I went to Florida State. I came back, um, but yeah, so I've I've been here a long, long time. So I know a lot of different people and things that have happened. I mean, I always kind of joke that I lived where the cows were. You know, I always saw where the cows were, and you know, now there's some <laughs> cows are down the road. But um, so I've seen changes here, and I just think it's always really important to to know where, you know, how things have developed. And I want my clients to be able to trust that I'm going to give them the right advice and the right options for their family. Like I'm not just, I'm not just trying to make a sale. I want them to be happy in the end. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Desiree sitting here today, what comes to mind looking back through your life, um, maybe a hardship or challenge, something that some kind of struggle along the way that you could now say you're a lot better off for having gone through that. Yeah. So I think one of the hardest things is, you know, you get out of school and I see this a lot now, especially with my daughter um, going into school, you get out and you're not really sure where things are going to line up. And a lot of things can happen. Um, like I said, I had been at a lot of different firms, but then I wanted to be on my own. And that was hard um, through COVID and everything. Uh, although it, it you stay busy, um, it's one of those things that you you come to terms with the fact that as, as I go on in the business, I just take and learn from so many different people. And I think if if business owners would just take a minute to talk to each other and to understand the different concepts, you can see how um, even though it's not the same kind of uh, business, you can always somehow relate and take that in and try to adapt. Um, so I've, I've, I, I really have learned a lot with that because when you go to design school, they don't teach you about business as much, you know, it's more, that's more, uh, street skills somewhat sometimes you know you pick it up I, and you learn from other people so i'm yeah, always learning i mean i think that that rings true like even when you go to school for business administration mm-hmm. right there's a lot you're missing like you you learn yeah. most of everything you actually need to learn hands-on right. when you get into the actual field and, you, and you're dealing with things on the fly right you could learn like the skill set behind that but you have to put yourself in these situations uh Um, to really grow and and, and get better at what you do. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, What's the one thing that you'd like for our listeners to know about your business? I want them to know that definitely um, interior design is not something just for how we spoke about, just for the high affluent people. It's really for everyone. It's really something that you have to think about your space. There's a lot of different ways that you can do stuff to your home to make it and not just your home, maybe even your office or your business um, to really make it special. Um, When you come home, do you feel that it's not like you kind of like you're just living there? 
you really shouldn't. You really can make things a lot better. And I know that um, coming into a space, whatever it may be, I can really help you try to elevate it to help you get that feel that you want to be there all the time. How can our listeners learn more about decorating the interiors? How could they reach you? Like I said, let's say somebody's listening to this out there and they fall into that category where they, ne- they never ha- hadn't really considered actually hiring a designer, but they- they'd like to get more information. They'd like to see if this could be a good fit for them or for anybody out there that just wants to learn more, or wants to reach you. How can we get a hold of you? Yeah. So my website is uh, dkstudio.decoratingden.com. And I have lots of different pages. There's lots of portfolio pictures, um, all kinds of um, things that you can look on there. I have a blog. You can check that out. I do post sometimes like on the different Facebook sites. Um, And, you know, don't feel, just give me a call. I, I don't mind making, you know, just make that phone call a free consultation and over the phone, and we just talk about what it is that you're looking to do. I get phone calls all the time for random stuff, and I don't mind taking that call. Um, you never know what it could be. And sometimes I might say something that you're, you weren't even thinking about. Usually, 90% of the time, I'll say something, and they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> no, I could do that. Okay, cool. So um, just just pick up the phone, and you can always give me a call. And um, uh, so is my phone number on there? Yeah. Well, actually, um, I mean, you could, you could read it out right now. We'll link into the description uh, below to your contact information, but if you want to go ahead and give us your phone number, you could do it now as well. Yeah. So it's nine, five, four, five, three, zero, nine, eight, seven, one. Um, and you can call or text and I can set up an appointment and we can talk chat, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And I come out to your home and just check out the space, see what it is or your business. And um, I've done many different office situations too. A lot. Of, I just went to an office the other day and I didn't have any artwork on the wall. And I'm like, you guys could really use some artwork. So I sat down with the, the head person and, and they were just like, wow, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, yes, of course, of course. So you never know. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing what having a little bit of life in a space can do for yeah. your overall mental state, right? It's 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 yeah. depressing having nothing on the walls and just kind of right. So it's it's important to have a space that's vibrant, full of life, and really you know suits what you're looking for, so that you can you know stay in a positive mindset throughout your day. So yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people too during COVID they didn't realize that you know, they were home, but now they're traveling a little more. So I find a lot that when people travel, they like to bring that home. Like, oh, I stayed at this hotel and their bathroom was amazing. I want that bathroom. Yeah. Well, we can make that happen, you know, or the lobby was beautiful and I really enjoyed this chair. Well, you can have a chair like that in your home, you know, so they're, they're, they don't realize how to execute it. And that's where I come in. I can make it happen. Um, it won't be instant, but definitely, you know, it will, the whole thing will come together. Very good. Very good. Well, Desiree, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you on, getting to know more about your business and about what you do in our great community and beyond. So thank you so much for joining us and thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in and we will see you on the next episode of the good neighbor podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day and take care. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNP. 
GNPCoopercity.com. That's GNPCoopercity.com. Or call 954-231-3170. 